Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, your host, Alana Pinsky. Believe it or not, it is one year of Shamelessly Unapologetic. Can you believe that? There has been so much that I have gone through as a content creator, and I never thought that I was ever going to make a podcast. And here I am, one year later, still doing it. And I know that for me, I have had some struggles with making a podcast and creating episodes, figuring it all out. I feel like everyone's first year podcasting, there's so much that you can learn from. And with all of the 46 episodes that I've made, you think that you would have it figured out. But really, like if you think about it, 46 episodes may not necessarily be a big number to some people, especially when there are people who have been podcasting for a year. And the reason I'm not at 52 episodes is just because I had taken a small break in May because I was really burnt out and I just needed a break because I was doing so much at once and my mental health was just completely completely going off the wire so for me I feel like 46 episodes is still an accomplishment because creating a podcast and uploading every week on top of YouTube videos is not easy and running an Instagram account for your podcast also not easy and so what I wanted to do with this episode today and I apologize if you hear like a bunch of noise in the background Elsa has the zoomies and she always has the zoomies and meows a ton every single time I record it never ever fails I wanted to talk about like the good things about making a podcast and like the bad things of well not the bad things but just the challenges that come with a podcast just everything that I've kind of learned within the past year of podcasting on top of a YouTube channel. I guess what I will do is start off with the negatives. I like to like start off with negatives and then end on more of a positive note. So one of the first challenges that I've experienced on um, just being a podcaster in general is that I am a solo podcaster, as you probably know. And like every now and then I do have guests on the show. I do believe guests are really important for podcasts and they can make conversation a thousand times more interesting. But let me tell you, it is very, very hard. And I honestly did not know how hard it was going to be to be a solo podcaster. Because the episodes are typically shorter than episodes when you have guests because typically when I have guests the conversation will range from 40 minutes to a little over an hour and sometimes I may have to cut something out or I have to set a time limit when I have guests because I don't want to make episodes too too long but it truly is tough to have a solo podcast sometimes it can be tough to come up with ideas every single week And that was kind of one of the reasons as to why I had to take a pause during the month of May because I was already burning out and I felt like I was running out of ideas already when I had only been six months in 
and that didn't seem like a good sign to me. I really do wish I had a co-host, I'm not gonna lie, because if I could do this podcast, I would love to have somebody doing this podcast with me, but to be honest, there wasn't anyone that I could think of, not like a friend of mine, who would want to be a part of this podcast, because I think another challenge when it comes to even doing a podcast with a co-host is making sure that you can rely on that person to record with you once a week, every week, or being open to batch recording maybe two to three episodes and getting guests involved and having those guests on the show. And that was always a challenge for me because I'm so used to people flaking on me and disappointing me. And I'm not going to lie, I was projecting those fears um, into a a podcast where I didn't even have a co-host. And I'm going to be honest, when I do season two of Shamelessly Unapologetic, I would love for it to be with me and someone else because I feel like it will be more entertaining for my listeners. And one thing that I'm noticing on Apple podcasts with the reviews is that I have a lot of one-star ratings and I'm not really sure why because people don't really leave me feedback and it's frustrating because if I'm doing something or my podcast isn't entertaining anybody you know I want to get that feedback so I can improve and make it more entertaining and I think it's frustrating when you don't get that kind of feedback because you don't know what you're doing wrong, right? And of course it could, then again, it could be just be petty people who just want to go on a one-star spree to make my podcast seem bad when maybe it really isn't bad. So I try not to pay too much attention to the one-star reviews that I get on my podcast because there's nothing really constructive that people are offering for me in terms of like, how can I be a better podcaster? or What can I do to improve? if you're not really enjoying my podcast, right? So there's always that. And I just will never know the reasoning behind why people give podcasts one-star reviews without leaving feedback. To me, it just really doesn't make any sense. When I first started, it did get a little discouraging when I started getting a couple of one-star reviews on my podcast. It definitely stung maybe just a tiny bit. And then eventually it didn't really affect me anymore because it's kind of like the equivalent of getting a thumbs down on a YouTube video. People dislike my videos on YouTube all the time and I don't let a dislike make me feel bad about myself and my content because some people will just dislike a video to be petty and they give you no feedback as to why they dislike it. And some people actually will give you their feedback and it's still petty. And you're like, really? That's why you disliked the video? Because of this? That's dumb. I'm sorry. So yeah, I mean, I think at first, like, it can get really discouraging to see a lot of one-star reviews with, like, no helpful feedback on what you can do to improve. So that was always a little bit of a challenge or something that was a little bit discouraging when I first started. And then that was able to quickly go away because I just saw it as the equivalent of getting a dislike on a video on YouTube. So those are two things so far. Another challenge is getting guests. I did not know how hard it would be to get guests onto my show. I haven't had a guest on my show since the summer. And the reason I haven't had a guest in a while is just because I was starting to kind of 
lose myself and my brand on what Shamelessly Unapologetic was going to be about. And I wanted to take a pause because I haven't had much time to reflect on like what I want from my guests when it comes to them being on this show. What kind of questions do I have? So when I first started Shamelessly Unapologetic, it was honestly a way for me to like use this as a personal diary to vent to the world where we could vent together about experiences that have frustrated us, that have done us wrong. And then eventually it sort of evolved to people who had their own experiences that they wanted to speak up about, to where they wanted to unapologetically share with the world what they're proud of, what they're proud to be of. So like when I had Deanna Mims on my show earlier this year, she's a damn proud anti-MLMer. Along with myself, but it's like the identity behind it. She's an anti-MLMer, and I wanted her to unapologetically share her side and like why she chose to be anti-MLM, right? So examples like that. Or when I had Layla over the summer where she's unapologetically very in tune with her sexual side, as I feel like a lot of people should be. And we were able to talk about dating and our sexual side and what that means to us. So it evolved, right? But I think for me lately, I started to run out of ideas and guests that I wanted. And I don't want that to happen to me in 2022. And I want to be able to find more time to reflect because I don't want to start season two of Shamelessly Unapologetic unplanned. There are so many things that I wish I like knew before starting and everyone starts somewhere, right? There was just so much that was on my mind that I really just like needed to get off my chest. And I felt like a podcast was going to be a really good way to do that because some of the things that I've made episodes on like wouldn't make sense for me to talk about on my youtube channel so i didn't make them videos i made them about experiences that people could listen to especially if they could relate to it and i wanted to just be open and honest about that because it is really hard (laughs) to run a podcast i i didn't think it was gonna be that hard and i was wrong Now, I still think that running a YouTube channel is still way harder than making a podcast, but it was more work than I thought, especially when it comes to planning and then you have to write your script and kind of use that script as a guide to um, help you structure what you're going to say, especially when you're doing a solo episode. I think that's really important. And I know that I've definitely gone off script when I've done solo episodes because I do tend to ramble from time to time, and that happens. And I think that's also the beauty of having a podcast is like it is the platform where you get to speak your voice and people are there to listen. And I also really love that I don't have a camera sitting right in front of me, so I don't have to worry about the lighting. I don't have to worry about making eye contact. I don't have to worry about how I look or how I'm presenting myself. I'm literally sitting right now on my sofa with my microphone in my hand and my computer right in front of me as I'm recording this episode. So the format is pretty easy. That's a pro of how I record. I mean, my setup is pretty amateur, but it's enough to make episodes and get them up. 
And of course, like I still have to edit every episode just because of my stuttering, the pauses, the tongue clicks. Oh my God, the amount of tongue clicks that I do on this show. It's like not good ASMR. (laughs) So I just try to edit them out as much as I can because I just feel like those noises sound disgusting and I don't want to disgust people as they're listening to my episode. So I have to edit out all those tongue clicks, edit out all the deep breaths, the pauses, the likes, the ums, all of that. It's tedious, but I think that it really makes the episode better for the listener. I would say those are honestly some of the biggest challenges that I've experienced while podcasting. I think another thing is the fact that I live in a studio and that there's no way for me to control my cat. That's another challenge. So my microphone has, um, I guess it's really strong with picking up feedback and background noise. And so it's able to easily get the sound of my cat meowing or just like any kind of background noise. And then that can really ruin an episode. And I really don't want to have to go back and re-record it because that's a pain in the ass. Aside from the challenges, I think some positives about a podcast is that there is something that's really therapeutic and calming about sitting down and just recording an episode. I really do enjoy that aspect of a podcast because as I just mentioned, I don't have to worry about my setup, the lighting, all of that technical stuff that goes into making a YouTube video. I think making a podcast doesn't involve as much technical stuff, unless if you're doing both where you have like a big studio and a fancy setup and then you have to upload the YouTube video. That's even more work. And I don't have any future plans to upload episodes of Shamelessly Unapologetic on my YouTube channel or making a separate YouTube channel just because running one YouTube channel is enough. I cannot... I cannot, let me tell you, like, again, cannot manage all of that. I can barely manage the podcast Instagram, which is why I had to cut back to just only uploading whenever new episodes come out. Now, I will say a goal of mine for 2022, and it probably won't be until the middle of the year, is to hire an assistant who can help me out with my podcast Instagram because it really needs work. The feed looks like a mess, and I clearly have stopped putting effort into it, which is not good. And I feel like that says a lot about me as a podcaster, and I really need the help for that. And I think I'm starting to realize, like, Alana, you're doing too much, and it's okay that you want all of this, but it's time to start getting help. So once I am more out of debt, I would love to be able to pay a freelancer or like an assistant who can help me make better graphics for my Instagram and to maybe help me promote my podcast even more because I'm all about expanding my audience and reaching out to other people who can resonate with my message. So I will say it is really fun. I think it's been a blast having guests. I think having guests is probably like one of my favorite things about recording episodes is because I get to have a really cool conversation with somebody and we get to talk about things that we're passionate about 
and sometimes we could debate about things or we share ideas back with one another and it's been such a blast and I've always felt like a lot of the conversations that I've had with my guests have just been super natural and even though I have like a list of questions that I want to ask them it's never really felt like an interview I've had like one guest episode where it was more of an interview format but I still felt like the information was still very much relevant and could still be very helpful for somebody who is looking to go in that kind of direction I don't want to like say which episode specifically it was because I don't want to call anyone out specifically but for the most part having guests is so much fun that's probably like my favorite thing about podcasting is the conversations that you share with others and I cannot wait to have more guests on my show next season and for me to be able to continue conversations to spark new conversations one thing that I kind of want to start doing is bringing on people who might have different views than me even if I make it slack for that or backlash I'm thinking about maybe bringing on people who have different political beliefs than me different values and ideology than me and I think that's important because my podcast is called shamelessly unapologetic right and even though I may not necessarily agree with somebody I do believe in the importance of unapologetically being yourself and I said in a video last week that I posted from the 30 things that I learned in 30 years also yeah uh, hello I made an episode about it as well I said, like, it's okay to have friends who are different than you, than think differently than you. And I think it would be kind of cool to have different conversations on my podcast um, with people who I don't agree with because everyone deserves a voice. Everyone should unapologetically live their best, bold life. And... I want everyone to live by that motto. Even if I don't agree with the things that they say or do, it doesn't always mean that they are a bad person. So that's a challenge that I want to hold myself accountable to. Maybe having like conservative Christians on my show, having a conversation about that. Maybe I can talk about Judaism with them or also try and humanize the people as well and like get to know them as a person because these people may be just known for their views right but they don't get to know who they are as people and I think those would also be really fun conversations to have so that's just like an idea that I'm thinking about doing and again I really want to hold myself accountable to have maybe one or two people who think differently than me that's really important I think it would be a really great episode for people to listen to when there's banter going back and forth in a very productive manner right aside from guests another thing that I really like about podcasting is that it is a lot easier than YouTube I will say that now I know I just said making a podcast isn't easy but I do like that it is easier and I do like how quickly I can get up an episode and I do like how anchor makes that really easy for me I have Anchor sponsoring all of my episodes because it's a great platform and I think it is like the best way to get started with a podcast and making the most of your time 
while podcasting and also making just a little bit of money with it. Now, I'll be honest, <laughs> I'm making pennies from this podcast, so I don't really see it as like another source of income for me, even though technically it is. But again, we're talking pennies here. But I really do like the platform and using a host distribution platform makes it just so much easier to get your podcast out online and for everyone to enjoy. But yeah, if I'm being honest, like podcasting has its challenges. It has its ups and downs. I know that I am not a perfect podcaster and I'm still learning as I'm going. One thing that I do want to share with everyone is that December 22nd is going to be the last episode of season one for Shamelessly Unapologetic. I hope to come back in either February or March for season two because I really want to take some time to start booking out more guests for my show to start sitting down and really thinking about like where do I want to go with Shamelessly Unapologetic? Do I still want to call it Shamelessly Unapologetic? Do I want to rebrand? Because I think evolving your content is very important. I mean, I had to evolve my content when it came to YouTube. Sometimes that can happen with podcasting as well. So I want to be very transparent and make that announcement now on, the, on when you can expect the last episode of season one. And I know me having the break from recording is going to be really nice because I have been really stressed out lately and my mental health has just not been the best as I've been so overwhelmed with so many other things going on in my life. But I don't want to forget about the podcast, but there needs to be a period where you have breaks and I really like how a lot of big podcasts will take like a one to two month break and then they'll start their new season. And I think doing that will be very beneficial for me in the long run so I can continue to put out a lot of great episodes and more content for my listeners who do tune into this every single Wednesday. And I am so thankful for all of y'all who have tuned in and have been listening to my nonsense, listening to me ramble, go on tangents, about how much my life sucks or whether there's good things in my life that don't suck. Whatever the case is, right? But you listening and tuning in means the absolute world to me. And I feel like if I didn't have listeners, then I would not be making episodes still. I would just be sticking to YouTube. But I will say, I don't know if I will do podcasting forever. But I will say, though, I am enjoying it. And I do want to finish out this season strong so I can come back to season two better than ever because I think it's really important that you are so passionate and fired up about what you do and sometimes you just need to be honest when sometimes you're not feeling it and there are days where I don't feel like recording and I dread recording making a podcast episode but I can tell you that I always do push through and I stay determined and I don't lose sight of that. So with that being said, I think I'm going to end this episode here. But yay, happy one year anniversary to Shamelessly Unapologetic. So thankful for all of y'all. 
And with that, I'm going to see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye.